1914. How peculiar that a single bullet can trigger a chain of events that will change the world forever. Nations will be torn apart, empires will fall, and an entire continent will be set ablaze in the wake of this event. Alliances are triggered in a chain reaction, resulting in a war that sweeps across Europe like a merciless plague. Armies will destroy the land, soldiers dig endless trenches, and the shells will leave scars on Earth for generations to come. We will also see the birth of some of the most devastating inventions mankind has ever conceived. Born in factories, delivered by engineers, immune to the bullets of the regular soldier, unbothered by the burdens of the land. The tank, the future of warfare. Oh, 
And that was The Future of Warfare, the fantastic first track from the 2019 album The Great War by Sabaton that I'm not going to take any credit for knowing because it was only released on Friday, the uh, 19th of July. We have been waiting to share this with you. We are so excited for this album. We've been pumping it up pretty much every single episode. Absolutely, yeah. We um, It's been no secret that we are big fans of Sabaton and every show we've made a mention to them in some way or another. Yeah. About a couple months ago, we were given Fields of Verdun mm-hmm. uh, by Nuclear Blast, which is their label. And along with that and the great interview uh, with Par Sundström, they also gave us the entirety of The Great War. I should point out, just um, for clarification, we were not given permission, obviously, to share that, yeah. to play it on radio, to distribute it to anyone we couldn't because we were just giving it to per, for, personal for personal use. use. Just, just me and Ben. Yeah, so we haven't shared it with anyone. We have kept it to ourselves, but it is phenomenal and oh. we cannot wait for the rest of the world to hear it. We're going to play the album in its entirety yes. from first to last track tonight because we're making this our special edition show, the Sabaton Hour of Geology. <laughs> you won't hear archaeology. You won't hear Battle of the Bands. You won't hear our normal bits. It is a very special show. Yeah, we, you will just be hearing us reviewing the album as we go through and talking about some of our you know, personal experiences with the band. And mm-hmm. stuff like that including the very very personal experience we had of of interviewing their basis yes which was amazing um the track you just heard was the future of warfare and it actually has a very special connection with ben's favorite band well yes if anybody is listening to this has been a regular listener or knows me they will know that my favorite band of all time is definitely sabaton and uh, not sabaton sorry nightwish <laughs> nightwish sorry yeah i was looking at the uh, the artwork for the sabaton thing and my brain got confused nightwish favorite band of all time um i make no secret about that and the lead singer of nightwish floy jansen who has been the lead singer since 2013 she is actually married to sabaton's drummer hans van dahl mm. and they actually have a child together a little girl named freya and uh, this fact was always in the back of my mind i just didn't link it together until the other night when I saw a post about it and it really just clicked back into my for- in the forefront of my brain. So yeah. I was astounded when I heard that. And the reason this track has a connection is because Sabaton also released a special soundtrack edition, which is more or less instrumentals of the whole album. But the first track, The Future of Warfare, has some of the vocals taken over by Floor herself. It's a yeah. very, and very she's special... And she's a backing vocalist of the History Edition. Yes, yes, she is. And she um, it sounds fantastic with her, obviously. Take nothing away from Joachim who, and the rest the band who are phenomenal on the normal version yeah but it's a fantastic little connection and it made me extraordinarily happy when i found out about it yeah um we're only going to talk about one not sabaton related thing tonight and it's going to be in this next like 30 seconds we'll get that out of the way so we can Um, get to the sabaton (laughs) (laughs) yes we have been fortunate enough to essentially make friends with absolutely um the Red Sea, a uh, band that just came and toured in Armadale. Hopefully you caught them at the Imperial Hotel. They were absolutely phenomenal. Ben and I were there. We love them dearly. Mm-hmm. They came into our studio. Um, Chelsea did an interview with them. Twice. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was away. I was out of town both of those times, which is really unfortunate. But yeah, they have incredible, incredible audience presence. Oh, God, Holy yeah. moly. They would, they would uh, especially the lead singer in particular, Erica. Erica, yeah. Erica, she would jump down off the stage and, you know, wrap her arms around audience members. She would um, sing with them. She kissed a few of them on the cheek. Um, Their bassist jumped off the stage and started started headbanging with me, which was amazing. It was a very, very special night. And it's certainly a band that I hope 
They're a Sydney-based band, and I hope they're not one of the Australian bands that fizzles out. I hope they make it big. I hope they get very, very uh, large following. Yep. Their album is out, their EP rather, um, which we bought a copy of. It um, sounds yeah, great. It, it sounds absolutely awesome. Um, we were privy enough to hear some of the songs coming up on their new EP, mm-hmm. which will be titled The One, coming out. We'll keep you updated as soon as that thing comes out. Absolutely. Because we will be playing that as well. They are good friends of the show, and if they're listening, you guys rock. You did. You absolutely did. Uh, but coming up next we have some more sabaton we will be playing the entire really of the great war album but coming up next is seven pillars of wisdom followed by 82nd all the way this is the sabaton hour for geology this lovely july night Just 
And that was 82nd all the way following the seven pillars of wisdom, which are the... well, the Second s- and third. Second and third. Seven pillars was second, obviously, and 82nd all the way was the third track of The Great War. What a fantastic way to start an album. Three incredibly forceful, very yeah. high-energy songs. Oh, um, yeah. When... So I guess let's... T- and have a chat about them. Yeah. Um, before I we get into that, I forgot to mention in the intro is that you might have noticed that those two songs were a little bit different from the first one. Yes, yes, that yes, we yes. played. Sabaton released uh, three versions of this album. Uh, the history edition, which was that you heard the history edition version of the Future of Warfare. It has that cool little lead in the narration. Yeah. Um, little narration, and we decided to play that one, the history edition of that one, because we thought that that would just be an incredibly impactful intro song for mm-hmm. this. And it trilogy. is as an intro as. As an intro to the album, it really works. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because the the end of the narration and then the the very first line mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. Yeah. But uh, these are the regular editions of Seven Pillars of Wisdom and Eighty uh, Second All the Way. Um, most of the songs tonight will be from that edition of the album. Uh, there is also the soundtrack edition, which Ben mentioned um, briefly. I alluded to at the start. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially like the karaoke. More or version. less, yeah. I, I, I think that's a fair way of putting uh, it. Yeah, you know, what's the point of listening to heavy metal if you can't scream the lyrics? Mm. But that does include some backing vocals, including those by uh, Fleur from Nightwish. So, you know, Seven Pillars of Wisdom, me and Ben have been talking about this album for yeah. a long time. We um we sort of, from the beginning, we were sort of, okay, which one do you think's great? You know, which one do you think the best is? Da, 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 da. So we do have, we've talked extensively about what we think about yeah. this album. We've got, we've got favourites. Our favourites have changed throughout the... Mm-hmm. as we've, we've listened to it more. Seven Pillars of Wisdom started off as my favourite um, because I think the way that they managed to, you know, not incorporate, not change their style of music, but kind of change sort of some of the, the I don't know what to say, like the theme of the music, Yeah, I suppose. Um, they've added um, a little bit more uh, metal string guitar to give that kind of Arabian feel. And I should, um, I will just mention quickly before um, while Chelsea points mm. that out that these uh, Sabaton are known for each of their albums each of their songs having their own theme uh, The Great War is no exception They um, the songs are taken from themes or battles from uh, World War One. Yeah. so the future of warfare the basic theme of it was uh, tanks in the war especially tanks in the battles of Fiers Consulate and Villa Britano mm-hmm. uh, Seven Pillars of Wisdom is based around Lawrence of Arabia obviously yep. that song sort of gives it away and the um, 82nd All the Way is based on Alvin York so we have sort yeah. of we sort of uh, we'll, as we go through we'll talk about what we'll we'll just point out what the, the themes hi- are. Sort so. of history themes. Yeah, so um, it's actually not out of character, Mm-mm. but it's odd for them to do one based on one war. Yeah. Because normally it is incredibly wide a range of battles. Their their album before this one, The Last Stand, was basically about unwinnable circumstances. Yep, such as the Spartans in the Battle of Thermopylae. Yep. Um, the Swiss Guards and the Battle yeah. of 1527, etc., etc. I can't say winged hussar because I can't say that word, and my roommate, who is a huge history buff, will get upset. Winged hussar. Hussar, I can't say oh, it properly. Oh, okay, radio. And uh, the the last of the samurai. So mm. you know, this one is obviously based on World War One. If you haven't <laughs> got if you haven't that already, up on that. yeah, and it's just taking all sorts of both positive and negative. Um, if you missed our interview with uh, Per, he he brought up that you know if they wrote a song about every single battle, they could release a new song every day for the rest of their lives. Mm. You know, I feel like that is sort of a sort of a harsh sort of reminder because I think a lot of people would listen to the the starts of this album and think it's very glorifying of war, but as you go through it, it's really not. Absolutely not. And um, out of those two songs, I um I was always a big fan of Eighty Second All the Way. Um, yep. I thought, yep, that's going to be a leading contender for my favourite one. I um, mean, it did change. I've caught it, I've sort of come to the opinion after listening to the album multiple times that unlike a lot of albums, I've said this before in this show, there's no filler. It is an album you can listen to from start to finish and you'll be absolutely through your, through the roof, 100% loving it from, yep. from first to start, from first to end, from start to end, sorry. So I'm not saying that any of these songs aren't good. But I was particularly drawn to 82nd all the way upon first listening. Yes. That, maybe that was just me, as I'm sure you were to Seven Pillars of Wisdom. Yeah, it, it's absolutely, that's absolutely right. Anyway, we will be listening to a few more songs and mm-hmm. then coming back. We actually have three to talk about next time. Yes. Um, one people have already heard on this show. It's The Red Baron. In the lead up to this album, this was at, they released three of the songs from the album. The first one was Fields of Verdun, which we had the pleasure of giving you. Um, the Red Baron came out after that and then The Great War, 
so the title track of the album, mm-hmm. which I don't think we played on the show. No, we didn't. We didn't play Great War. Yeah. So coming up next, though, will be Attack of the Dead Men, followed by Devil Dogs, which is my favorite one, then The Red Baron. And then you'll hear our voices and again. And then you'll hear us again. But of course, yes, Attack of the Dead Men by Sabaton from their Great War album. This is the Great War show for geology. Front. 
So that was the Red Baron by Sabaton, of course. Before that was Devil Dogs and the Attack of the Dead Men. In reverse order, the fourth to sixth songs from The Great War. Now, this particular section of the album is one that I was immediately drawn to when I was listening. In particular, the songs Devil Dogs and Attack of the Dead Men. I was I was immediately drawn to Devil Dogs. It was my favourite to start with. And then Attack of the Dead Men, I really, really, really grew to love as well. I know Chelsea said it's your favourite at the moment, yeah, Devil yeah, Dogs. Yeah, Devil Dogs. Um, it is... Devil Dogs was the one song I listened to and I immediately thought, okay, I need to wait for the 19th to come out so I can look up the lyrics. Yes. Oh, so that's actually another common theme that me and Ben had because we've been discussing this album oh, yeah, we got off li- air yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for months. We got the lyrics very wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you might find that with the Swedish accents, you might not understand the words mm-hmm. but me and ben were very much like da 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 pretty much just okay da, 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 and then devil like you know back into what we knew so yeah. just going back on the themes quickly uh, attack on the dead men was based on osowitz fortress um particularly the 
a little skirmish, but well, not skirmish, the battle between the Russians and the Germans. The Devil Dogs was about the USA Marines, obviously, in the Battle yep. of Bellow Wood. And the Red Baron was pretty obviously about the Red Baron himself, Manfred von Richthofen. You were very disappointed with the way that he died. I was, because essentially for people that don't know about the Red Baron, he was one of the best aerial units in the entire war. He was incredible. He died, unfortunately. Uh, basically, what happened was he flew after a target flew way too close to the ground and a soldier from the ground was able to shoot him and killed him. He ki- shot him from the ground into his plane and killed him stone dead. So he just must have forgotten his training not to fly too close to the ground. But I thought it was a very unfortunate and sad ending to what someone of such a distinguished character. But that's the yeah. way war goes sometimes. Yeah. So after the next song, which will be Fields of Verdun, which you have heard before on the show, it's after the Red Baron, Fields of Verdun. No, it isn't. It isn't? Well, which one's next? Uh, the Great War, then A Ghost in the Trenches, oh, then no. Fields of Verdun. I, I, uh, oh, you meant... I've, I've swapped them around so oh, okay, that the right theming here. kind of stays the right, same. Right, okay, sorry. Um, so after Fields of Verdun, which is not the next track, yes. you're going to hear kind of change in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the first couple of songs are about, you know, the glorification of war. Um, then it's, you know, glorification of, of a few heroes. Yeah. And then it kind of, it changes. I love as well, I love, um, and this, I'll be really quick, but um, this essential, that what you're talking about, the glorification of war to start with and then the realisation, I love that because it mirrors a lot of what happened in reality. Um, Siegfried Sassoon and Wilfred Owen were known for their war poetry reflecting this theme where the war initially was glorified to people that wanted to sign up to fight. It was talked about as this really honourable thing, going and fighting for your country, da 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 But what people experienced in the war and what people found the war to be was entirely different. This horrific, uh, traumatising, you know, murderous atmosphere that nobody yeah. should be part of. And I, I don't, I'm assuming it was intentional because they're brilliant. So I, Absolutely. L- I love the way they've sort of gone from the initial thoughts of wonder down to the brutal realisation that this is horrific and we're all going to die. Yeah, so I, I've kind of changed it around so that it kind of stays with that theme. But I think that, you know, they have really captured, you know, sort of the mentality as well, like you said, of, you know, the wartime. It was it was great, people should sign up, then people would glorify the heroes of war and then mm. they would realise this, this is good. That's one, of, that's one of the reasons I think I quite love, I quite enjoy listening to The Attack of the Dead Men. Of course, that was that is the fourth track on the album and the fourth song you've heard tonight because the lyrics, as you can probably tell, were quite... I, I, the word I initially used was haunting and it was almost like a tale of... I'm not going to say warning, but it was a tale of, I guess, caution because it was like he was lamenting about what had happened. It was slower, the vocals were different than the rest of the album. Mm. I really quite enjoyed it. And I think it was an interesting contrast to go from that straight into the really high-octane, high-energy Devil Dogs. So for me, like the top three the top three songs on the album personally, at least at the moment, because the entire album is wonderful and my favourites will no doubt change and again in a week, yeah. were The Attack of the Dead Men, Devil Dogs, in no particular order, and another song which I'll talk about after it's played. But yes. I really enjoyed it. The Red Baron was terrific. It's obviously released the second single. I initially thought it, when I heard the entire album, I would have released it as the first single, purely because I thought it was a bit more infectious and I thought it drew people in a tad more than Fields of Verdun. I'm not criticising they picked Fields of Verdun, but I think it's a very good choice that they picked the Red Baron to be the second single. Yeah. And when the great... I didn't think the great... I, I sort of thought, okay, that's it. Then when I get the album, I was quite surprised they released The Great War as a single. Happy, because it meant everyone could listen to it earlier, but I thought, yep, okay, 
two singles, that'll do it. And then we were lucky enough to get the last one as a bonus. So, yeah. I, um, as Chelsea said, next up you'll hear Fields of a Done, the ninth track on the album, followed by Seven and Eight, Great War, and then A Ghost in the Trenches. Yeah, um, that's not right. We're going to only hear Fields of a Done, then The Great War. Then we're going to talk. Oh, the, okay, right. Sorry. I've, um, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, so we are, and as Chelsea said, we're just modifying the order somewhat, but I will take this opportunity to say, now that you've heard six of the 11 tracks on the album, six of 10 tracks, well, I sort of consider the last one to be more of a bonus than anything else. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, if you enjoyed this album, please support it. Support it. Buy the album. Chelsea's bought it twice now. I'm yep. buying it. It Oh, I've bought it, rather. This is an album that should be supported. It should The sales should go through the roof, and the band deserve it. You can buy it from Backstage Rock Shop, which is a website um, any international listeners or Australian listeners might know of it. They sell a lot of Nuclear Blast's artists' merchandise, including Nightwish. That's where I buy all my Nightwish gear from, yep. um, including Sabaton. They have this album. They have the History Edition. They have it on vinyl. The shipping is reasonable, and they do ship internationally worldwide. It is Amazing. Otherwise, Sanity, JB Hi-Fi, anywhere. Just please, online, iTunes, buy this album, support it, support the band. Hell yeah. Fields of Done. Here we go. And then Great War. I don't even know why I'm saying buy Sabaton. No, it's, all it's pretty by obvious. Sabaton. It's pretty obvious. You're listening to the Sabaton Hour Geology here on Tune FM.
I'm paralyzed, my brother's eyes are gone And he shall be buried here, nameless marks his grave Mother home, get a telegram and shed a tear of grief Mud and blood in foreign land, trying to understand Where is this greatness of the told? This is the life that we've been sold Is this a worthy sacrifice? Great war, and I cannot take more Great war, I keep on
And that was Great War, of course, by Sabaton. Before that was Fields of Verdun. So as Chelsea said before the break, we're playing this a tad out of order. Fields of Verdun is the ninth track, The Great War is the seventh, but we've modified the order a little bit for ease of playing on the system and because the theme, we think it just sounds pretty cool. So The Great War was about just in general suffering in the First World War, us with a specific focus on the Battle of Passchendaele, mm -hmm. and Fields of Verdun was about French victory in the Battle of Verdun, a very famous uh, little conflict in the First World War. So Fields of Verdun, of course, first single that was released, I, as I said, I thought it was a very good single, even though I said I thought The Red Baron should have been the first single, it was fantastic, it was very well, heavy. Well, in saying that, you know, Fields of Verdun definitely, <laughs> I don't want to say tasty, definitely uh, bait it, like a, a bit of no, bait was. to bring it, people it in. It certainly was, it was a very explosive sort of track to lure people in, okay, you think this is great? Just wait until I hit you with the rest of what's coming. Exactly, which they did with The Red Baron. Yeah, no, that's true, Which that I is think, fair. you know, like you said, not that any of the tracks are bad, No, but I think that the Red Baron is is a better song than Fields of Verdun. So, you know, they kind of went from, you know, this thing is good, this thing is great, but then they brought out the Great War. Mm. And the Great War, um, I enjoyed that. I did enjoy the Great War. I enjoyed, I'm trying to think of my first listen. Obviously, the, I told you before the three tracks that stood out. Um, Devil Dogs, Tackle the Dead Man, I'll say now because we're about to play it next, is A Ghost in the Trenches. That is probably my favorite at the moment of the entire album. The Great War, I think, has a different sort of appeal because it's more of a sort of, it's a little bit more, I don't want to say slow, but it has a different energy than the rest of the songs. It does. And I like it. I really do. I like the lyrics. Oh, I like me the too. message. And I like the music of it. I really, really can't sing its praises enough. And as for um, Fields of a Done, I think it's great. I think it's a very solid track. It's a good first okay. single, and yep. it, it, it does hit with me. It hits very well. Hell yeah. Um, I think we should just quickly talk about the next two tracks, yep. just because it'll be those two and then the outro. Mm -hmm. So coming up next will be A Ghost in the Trenches and uh, The War to End All Wars. Yes. So A Ghost in the Trenches is about Francis Pegamagabo, the most famous sniper of the First World War, and obviously the, the track The End of the War to End All Wars is about the casualties of the First World War and its ending. Yeah, you'll, you'll be hearing the history edition version of The Water End All Wars mm -hmm. because I believe that it leads in very well. Interesting to note, The Water End All Wars is a ballad. Yeah. Uh, not not a heavy metal sort of track. Mm. It's I think it's a very touching tribute. Yep. To to uh, the casualties of World War One, especially because uh, you will hear another track from the Great War album after that. It doesn't really fit in with the rest of them. No. Not not that that's a bad thing. It is also a very you know sort of touching tribute as well. But this is the last one written by Sabaton. Yeah. And performed by Sabaton. Because that is on the album. In Flanders Fields, of course, is just a cover of the famous poem uh, In Flanders Fields. So there's not really much to say about that yeah so we're going to play we're going to launch into it are we yeah we absolutely are we're so going to launch into uh ghost in the trenches followed by uh the end of the war to end all wars on the sabaton show of tune fm 106.9 
all things have a beginning and an end. Four years have passed since the first shots were fired. Four empires are no more. The machine of war is resting. For now. For this was not the war to end all wars.
And that was The War to End All Wars, the kind of last track. I believe it's the last track. Of the Great War album. Uh, we do have In Flanders Fields coming up. And you'll hear just how different it is. John McRae's poem that is covered, of course. That is unfortunately the end. It is. We have I, waited so long. It, we have been. Um, I'm just going to have a quick chat about A Ghost in the Trenches because I know we're running out of time, but I'm just going to say it's my favourite track because I believe it is awesome. I want to thank Sabaton for writing this. I want to absolutely uh, thank Nuclear Blast for promoting it and for giving us early access. And I want to, again, just say to everybody, please, I implore you, go out and buy this album. It is superb. Go and see them on their tour, the great tour that has started if now. If you can. If you can. That I've just seen, I've had a sneak peek of the first set list. Um, three tracks were played. Those tracks were Fields of a Dun, The Red Baron, and Great War. Of but course. I, I feel that there will be more that will be added in the future. But I can't stress this enough. Like Chelsea said, we've waited for ages to bring you this. It's here. Support it. Play it. Love it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. We, we love it so much. Um, that is unfortunately the end. Of course, like Ben has already said, I just want to extend a special thanks uh, to Sabaton, to uh, Par Sundström, who we had the pleasure of talking to, mm. their bass guitarist, and of course, Nuclear Blast Records and their manager, John, who uh, gave us a yeah, sneak peek. Who of organized the album. everything for us. Yeah, that was absolutely awesome. Anyway, we will be returning to our regular programming uh, starting next week with yes. our Battle of the Bands theme, which is Goats. Yes, I already have my band picked, don't worry. This is in Flanders Fields. It has been an absolute pleasure bringing you the Great War. This has been Geology. I've been Chels. I've been Ben. See you later.